0: Hello and welcome back to the Trap Game Podcast. I am your host, Mark Truthott. Welcome back. Um, It has been a few days since the Yankees were eliminated uh, for the fifth straight ALCS. Um, Not all against the Astros, but uh, I believe the last three against the Astros. Um, I missed recording picks last week. I mean... This team just killed my mood. I just couldn't bring myself to record. Like I, I didn't care about sports for a couple days. Um, I think one thing uh, about me that a lot of my friends know, my family knows, is I get so invested um, into my teams, into the season, uh, especially obviously when the playoffs roll around, because that when it actually matters. When my teams get eliminated, uh, it takes me a couple days to feel right. As as miserable as that sounds, uh, I wish I could change it. I just get so invested and and so wrapped up into this season. And um, so, whenever to my fellow Yankee fans that are listening to this podcast, uh, when the season ends like it did, it is just a kick straight straight to where you don't want to be kicked um and it still sucks man and this is my now it's going to turn into hopefully not but what seems to be my yankees post-mortem uh annual yankees postmortem, where we deep dive into the season where we go into what went wrong during the playoffs what could have gone better, what I think is going to happen during the offseason. Um, so if you're a Yankees fan that likes optimism, unfortunately, uh, I keep it as real as I can with my thoughts, with my emotions, uh, with where this team is heading. Uh, and it's not good. Um, it already came out that Hal Steinbrenner is... Supposedly, uh, and I mean, he came out publicly and said that he's going to retain Boone. Cashman's contract is up, but I I've, Cashman's coming back. Um, and obviously, if you're a Yankees fan, you're not particularly happy to hear about either of those. And let me say this: I I don't think that Boone is the greatest manager of all time. I don't. And if he was fired tomorrow and how changed his tune, I wouldn't shed a tear. But the fact that Boone gets the majority of the blame for what happened um, this season, this offseason. Like I said, I don't think he's the best manager and I wouldn't be opposed to a change. But how can the finger not be pointed at Brian Cashman, I've said it for the last couple years now. Um, the majority of the issues that that we see on the field that have made the Yankees almost non-competitive when it comes to the final couple teams, when it comes to uh, you know, when it comes to the Astros, more specifically, is the Yankees are content with making it to the ALCS now. They're content with making it to the playoffs. That's good enough for them. Um, They can say all they want, but a World Series is not the bottom line for the Yankees anymore. Um, It's unfortunate, but as a Yankee fan, and to my fellow Yankees fans that are listening to this, you have to get out of that mindset that they are trying to put the best team, that we are the best franchise. Um, We're not. We're, We're just not anymore. And it sucks. And what I've said and what I maintain is until there is a significant shift in the way that this team thinks, in the way that Steinbrenner runs the team, in the way that Cashman goes about how he acquires players, how he treats his players, that if we do win a World Series in the next few years, is we are going to back into one. Is um, Obviously, we're close. You can't overstate or understate how close that this team actually is. You're missing a few players. In um, the last few years, it's shown that when Brian Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner want to go bargain bin shopping, it costs them. It absolutely costs this team, and it did again this year. They don't care to win anymore. It is putting a good enough team on the field to draw Yankees fans in to keep us interested. They're never going to put a 100-game loser on the field, but they're never going to put a team on there that is just going to run through a postseason like the Derek Jeter days, like the Mickey Mantle days. Those days are gone. Could they do it? Absolutely. They still are, I guess besides the Cowboys, the most valuable franchise in sports not just major leagues not just baseball in all of sports so in fans i fellow fans just of any sport when we're talking about acquiring players when we're talking about contracts stop acting like you're the one spending the money to acquire these players okay you're not Well, this guy's too expensive. Well, this guy's too expensive. Who gives a shit? You guys should want the the best players possible at all times. Stop worrying about the money and demand, especially Yankees fans. This might sound spoiled, but the facts are that the Yankees have the most money out of any baseball team, so there's never a time where the Yankees should be out bid where they should be outspent that is where the nature of baseball is until they change that there are no rules how much money that the yankees can spend on their team so stop sitting there and acting like just because how spending his money that he inherited from his dad that he didn't even have to earn that we all are for some reason feeling the financial rep- repercussions of him going out and spending money on this team. And sure, is it the most money they've ever spent on a team? Yeah, you can say that. But how much dead weight is on this team? How much money can these guys just not admit that they're wrong? These players are past their prime. Aaron Hicks should have been gone last season, before last season. He hasn't been healthy a full year. And when he was healthy for the majority of this year, he was god awful. He was terrible. And you're telling me that this guy should have been on a postseason roster? When is Chapman. When is the last time Chapman's been effective? Last year at the beginning of the season? That was the last time that Chapman was a reliable bullpen arm. And he quit. He quit on the team. So, yeah, Cashman can sit there and Hal can sit there and and say, yeah, this is the most money that we've ever spent. But we all at this point can agree how terrible the Josh Donaldson and the IKF trade were. How terrible they were. You're telling me you couldn't have lured, and as much as I hate the guy, 10 times out of 10, I would have had one year, especially with the team we had this year, one year of Carlos Correa at shortstop over having to watch IKF every day. And the thing is, I don't even hate IKF as much as everyone else does. He was serviceable. He was exactly what the Yankees thought they were getting. It's not his fault that the Yankees were playing him out of position. I don't think a lot of you know that he won his gold glove at third base, and then the Yankees brought him over to play him at shortstop. Just another brilliant move by Brian Cashman and the Yankees brain trust. You're telling me that we couldn't have signed Correa to a one-year deal kept Gio, who by almost every metric for $20 million less, was just as effective, if not better, than Josh Donaldson. It's absolutely unbelievable that that was the trade. That was the blockbuster move that these idiots thought that was going to push us over the edge. You didn't upgrade. We got worse. You had an all-time shortstop class, and we went with IKF. You're the Yankees. Act like it. And it's not gonna happen anymore. And it sucks. And and it's you see Yankees fans already dreaming Arnado. We're going to bring back we're going to sign Judge and then we're going to bring in this guy and we're going to bring in th- that guy. They're not even going to bring back Judge. I hate to say it and I hope I'm wrong, but I truly believe that they didn't get they didn't get that deal done. They're not going to go to the a number Judge wants. They're just not it's not how these guys operate anymore. They could have been smart and locked Judge up a while ago like the Braves are doing, like the Padres did with Tatis. That doesn't look great, but Tatis is going to come back. He's going to be healthy. He's going to be good, and everyone's going to forget what he did. So, you know, I mean, look, look, I Wander Franco hasn't been the guy that they thought he was going to be yet, but the, the number they signed him to, he's going to be fine. But no. These guys got to mess around and sit on their hands and wait till these guys hit arbitration. They got they, they don't extend early. They never have. The only time they have with, was with Aaron fucking Hicks. And that's only the only because they could they signed him to a, a long-term deal for a fraction of what he was what hey, he's still got overpaid. Let's be honest. 77 million over 77 years. It should have been 10 million over 7 years, honestly, with the way this guy produces. Um, but just what a disappointing season, man. Uh, these guys looked like they were going to be the best team in M- MLB history. Um, Yankees fans... Started to get a little bit ahead of themselves, already planning the World Series parade at the midseason, which was also upsetting because you just saw the writing on the wall that at some point it was going to come crashing down because again, this was not a team that was supposed to perform like they did. And when August rolled around, that was the team that we all thought that we were heading into the season with. And that's the team that we got in the ALCS. And honestly, that's the team that we got against the Guardians. That that series never had any um it, there, it should have never gone to five games. But because this team wasn't as good as we all wanted to think they were, we all got our head hopes up. We thought a World Series was possible. Um you know Benintendi being out, DJ LeMahieu being out during the ALCS was absolutely killer. Um, But you know you can't solely blame it on these guys, and I have I have the numbers uh, for the postseason up right now uh, for everyone that had a significant role in the postseason. So let's go over it a little bit. Leading off, you have Harrison Bader. He had 30 at-bats, hit 333 five home runs, six RBIs, and six strikeouts uh, through 30 at-bats. Harrison Bader obviously was not the problem. He gave the Yankees life. He, to me, is a Nick Swisher type of guy. A lot of fun, enjoys playing a kid's game. Um, it's not all business for him. Like he, I think he realizes that he actually is playing a kid's game. From the Bronx or from Bronx Bronxville, um, so the moment obviously wasn't too big. A couple mess, um, mess ups in center field, but he was hardly the problem, especially on defense. Um, so can't say anything bad about Harrison Bader. I'm excited to have a full season with him because um, effectively he will k- keep Aaron Hicks out of the lineup. So um, Harrison Bader, he was awesome. Moving on to Rizzo, 29 at bats. A 276 average, two home runs, eight RBIs, eight strikeouts. Um, again, Rizzo not really the issue here. Um, he is a free agent. I think that they try and bring him back. Will the Yankees match it? Probably not. Uh, Rizzo had a pretty pretty good year uh, to the standards of this day and age. Hit a lot of home runs. Didn't particularly hit. For average, um, but for the Yankees, that obviously doesn't matter too much. So, can I see Rizzo being back? Absolutely, I can see him coming back on another two-year deal with an uh, opt-out in the middle. Um, so, yeah, again, can't really blame Rizzo. He was fine. Stanton, th- this is where this is where the numbers start getting getting scary, and I'm only through two players stanton 32 at bats a 188 average two home runs seven rbis and nine strikeouts if you can believe it stanton struck out the least out of the big hitters i mean he still only hit 180 188 but you don't have stanton in the lineup um to hit for average and he didn't have guys on He just didn't have guys on in front of him um I mean, obviously, the nine strikeouts and 32 at bats isn't great. But again, he's not near the problem that a lot of other guys were during this postseason. <clears throat> and the fact that Stanton, I don't, he started playing the field a little bit more this year to stay loose, didn't do it for almost the entire second half of the season um, because he was hurt and everything. And then the genius of Boone. To start, to start playing him again in the field during the playoffs. Like, what are we doing, man? What are we doing? Unbelievable. And, and it cost us. It cost us. He looked lost out there. He he had a couple plays that should have been made that weren't that cost the Yankees runs. So Stanton had a really, really rough season. Um, I can honestly see the Yankees trying to move on from that contract this year. I don't think they'll have any takers unless they... Really sweeten the deal with a team that can afford to take on that contract for whatever he has six, seven more years. Um, so I think we're still locked into Stanton for at least the next few years. And again, they don't cut ties early anymore. So I we have Stanton through you know the end of his contract, from what I can tell, and what it, it's it's obvious. Moving on to Glaber Torres, an absolute. Horrible, horrible postseason after what was a bounce back year. I like Labor. I want to see Glaber succeed. But when you have him perform to 34 at bats, hitting 176, no home runs, only two RBIs. And again, he was hitting in the three spot, in the one spot. You can't have a guy hitting 176 in your leadoff spot. And he also struck out 10 times. I can 100% see the Yankees moving on. I can see them using him as trade bait. I don't see who they would trade him for. Um, One name I did see was Jazz Chisholm uh, for the Marlins. I think that would be an awesome pickup. A lefty bat. The kid has swag. He's a fun player. That's what the Yankees need is fun players. Guys that light up the clubhouse. Guys that have a personality. The last time the Yankees won, and he's one of my favorite players because of it, is Nick Swisher. And I'll say it. You guys have heard me say his name quite a few times on this podcast. But when you have a guy like that on the team, it keeps everyone loose. They realize that they're playing a game and it just, it makes things come easier. They don't play tight. They don't do this. They don't do that. And this, they did. They played tight all year. They played tight this entire postseason, um, and it showed. And Glaber was horrible. He was a big reason why the Yankees did not get past the Astros and and really didn't even have a chance. Moving on to everyone's favorite player, Josh Donaldson. He had 29 at-bats. He hit 172, no home runs, no RBIs, and 16 strikeouts. Through 29 at bats. Um, I don't really need to expand on this. I've talked about Donaldson enough. Um, and I don't think you're going to find one Yankees fan that thought that giving up Gio Urshela to bring over Josh Donaldson was good. Um, so, yeah, I think we have one more year of Donaldson. Unfortunately, they have one more year on that contract. No one's going to take 26 million for, for Josh Donaldson. So, Great, great job, Cashman. Probably to anyone thinking that the Yankees have a chance at Nolan Arenado, just put that out of your mind right now. Josh Donaldson is your starting third baseman next year. He just is. It's what we have to deal with. It sucks, but that's the reality that that Brian Cashman has put the Yankees in. Aaron Judge, 36 at-bats, a 139 average, two home runs, three RBIs, 15 strikeouts. Um, it's unfortunate that I think that's how Aaron Judge's Yankee career is going to come to an end. Um, after such a such an amazing season, um, you can't understate how fun it was to watch him this year. You really can't. And the Yankees wouldn't even have been as competitive that as they were without him. Um, and I've said it to a lot of people. I said it with my dad on the on the show last week. Um, that home run chase killed him. It absolutely killed him. It changed his swing. It changed his approach. And it obviously carried into the postseason. And he was terrible. I, there's nothing, there is no silver lining to how Judge played in the offseason. He is such an, vital part of what the team does offensively and when judge was almost an automatic out it killed us um and again it wasn't just him it was a lot of guys but when aaron judge is your star the guy that you look to for offense when your team is down and he's striking out every other at bat almost it's killer man It is absolutely killer. And before we move on um, to other players, why is it, and it's not just baseball, it's not just the Yankees, why are players so soft? Because now you see, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've seen the reports, especially my, my Yankees fans, you see the reports that players thought it was brutal, Yankee Stadium, the Bronx was brutal to play in. Well, no fucking shit. You guys got swept by the team that Yankees fans hate the most. You've lost five straight ALCS championships. What are we supposed to do? What are Yankees fans supposed to do? What do do the players expect the fans to do? To sit there and cheer? When you're down three zero and you gave you just gave up another lead in game four, I don't I don't like sh- booing your own team. I don't. It's not especially not Aaron Judge. He didn't deserve to get booed. He had a terrible postseason, but he didn't have when I, when I'm okay with players getting booed it's guys like aaron hicks uh, sustained sustained terrible play him josh donaldson um gary sanchez those guys i'm i don't care boo them they're terrible they they're bad for all season multiple seasons aaron judge came off of one of the best offensive years in the history of the game he should have not gotten booed He's the only one I would have been okay with not getting booed. Everyone else, free game. But stop sitting there and saying, oh, the fans are mean. The fans are this. The fans are that. The fans are just as big of a part of that team as the players are. I sat... Through a five hour rain delay just for the game not to be played. And you're gonna sit there and tell me, and I obviously, like I said, I don't boo my own team, I just don't do it. But if I did, you're gonna tell me that I don't have the right to be upset because I invest a lot of time, I invest a lot of emotion and energy into these guys. Stop telling fans they can't be upset. It makes no sense. Oh, we 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 played absolutely terrible. We played so bad against the team that this these fans hate the most. Why aren't they scheduling us a parade? Why aren't they cheering us when we don't score a run in 16 innings in the ALCS? Get your heads out of your asses it makes no sense if you can't handle playing a kids game while you're making millions and millions of dollars and you can't handle being booed a little bit you are softer than a marshmallow and that doesn't mean threatening these guys, reaching out to their families if you're doing that, you're an idiot under any circumstance it should never go past the field. It should never evolve into these guys' personal lives. They're human beings. So let me just say that. But anything on the field is fair game. When you have Josh Donaldson striking out 16 times and 29 at-bats, and in game four, he's walking back to the dugout smiling when these guys are about to get eliminated. Absolutely, the fans should be pissed off about that. Absolutely. When you have Matt Carpenter, who again, he was awesome this year, big resurgence, but when he hadn't picked up a bat in the in, almost the entire second half of the season, and he comes in in the most important series of the season... 12 at-bats and 9 strikeouts. He was lost. He was horrible. And as much as I don't like Aaron Hicks, how can you justify, after you see the dude strike out for the fourth time, fifth time, how can you justify hitting him over Aaron Hicks? Oswaldo Cabrera, he's going to be an awesome player for a long time. 28 at-bats, but he had a .071 average. He had one home run. He had two RBIs. And he struck out 12 times. And again, I'm sure a lot of this is solved. If DJ LeMayhew and Andrew Benintendi would have played. I just don't understand, man. I just... It's so hard for me to sit here and be optimistic about this team. I wasn't optimistic... About this team going into last year, they started to prove me wrong and then they crashed back down to earth and they proved me proved me and a lot of other Yankees fans that were very skeptic about this team. They proved us right. That when you go bargain bin shopping, it shows. And these guys have to outperform what they have done their whole years. And that's what Jose Trevino was doing for a long time. But when you play out a full season, it always goes back to the norm. It Water always finds level, and Trevino in the postseason had 22 at-bats, hit .045, no home runs, one RBI, and six strikeouts. You can't build a team like this. The Yankees refuse to change their philosophy. They refuse to change I look, I love the Bronx Bombers. I love I love when these guys hit home runs. It's awesome. It's fun for the game. But when the home run is gone and you don't have guys that can get on base, you guys you don't have guys that can manufacture runs because all they want to do is pull the ball in a one-run game when all you need to do is bunt down the third baseline, you don't win games like that. And that's why the Astros are going back to the World Series again. As much as I don't want to give these guys credit, they play the game the right way. They're going to hit a home run, but guess what? They're going to give you hard at-bats. They're going to get on base. They're not going to strike out. And they're going to wear you down until Alex Bregman hits a three-run home run, and that's all the offense that they need because all you guys want to do is hit a three-run home run with no one on base because the first two guys struck out in front of you. So, I don't... You have Judge is a free agent. Chapman's a free agent. Rizzo's a free agent. um, Luis Severino has a club option that, you know, it's cheap. So, of course, the Yankees are going to pick that one up. Benintendi's a free agent. Tyone is a free agent. Again, he's not going to be very expensive. So I don't, I can't imagine Tyone not being part of this rotation next year. Um, Yankees fans, get it out of your head. Just get it out of your head that the Yankees are going to be going for these top end guys, that we're going to go after Correa again. We're going to go after, um, we're going to go after uh, Arnado, Carlos Rodon. It's not what the Yankees do anymore. They don't want to spend big. They don't want to outbid other teams even though they should be outbidding every team on every player possible. Um and you see it, man. Machado could have had him. Harper should have had him. And what's Harper what did Harper just do? I think he hit 475 or some insane number like that. And now the Phillies, the Phillies are in the World Series. And credit to them. They have spent money. They have, uh, you know, it hasn't worked out for them every year, but this is what they do. You spend the money, you trade the picks to build the best team possible. And that's what they did. That's what the Astros have done. That's what the Dodgers do. They just always come up short for whatever reason. Don't understand it. Um, That's what the Padres do. That's what they have started to do. And look at who made the postseason. So, again, um, don't get your hopes up. I know I'm going to try my best not to, but, you know, the Yankees are always linked to every single free agent. It doesn't happen. So, um, I'll tell you what, unless there's some some big changes, which obviously doesn't seem to be happening considering the fact that it all signs are pointing towards Boone and Cashman being back, it's going to be really hard to be excited about this team going into next year. Um, and hopefully I'm wrong, but it's the same thing. The history keeps repeating itself. And what is the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. And that's what the Yankees are doing every single year now, every single year they build, they bring in a, they bring in a one or two guys that do the exact same thing as the guys that they're replacing and nothing changes. So thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm going to definitely do my best to get a picks episode in by tomorrow um but i had to get this one out there like i said it's becoming an annual thing now to do my my yankees postseason um obituary as you as i like to call it um so thank you guys for listening again um fun year sad way it ended of course but it's hockey season for me now The Cardinals are playing decently. Uh, College basketball is right around the corner, so there's a lot to be excited about. The Yankees ripped our heart out, but let's let's have a good rest of the year, guys. Let's win some more money. Let's have a good year. Thank you guys for listening as always. Um, I always like to make that a point that if you take time out of your day to listen to me ramble on, um, I truly, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate that. Um, thank you to belly up for sponsoring me, um, for making my platform just that much bigger so people can hear me, uh, go in on the Yankees for 40 minutes. Um, but you guys have a great night. Have a great week. Should be a double upload week this week. Um, so look out for that. You guys have a great rest of your night and we will see you later. See ya.